Welcome to All Road 65 Max Radio, where the road ahead gets brighter as we journey toward truth, traveling through our dreams and inspiration into a new reality. It's time, and your ticket is waiting. All aboard All Roads Lead 65 Max with Pamela Henderson. Greetings, and thank you for joining me on BBS Radio All Roads 65 Max. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson. My focus is my mission statement to help create a quality of life through social growth, inspiring jewels to become leaders by establishing partnerships with corporations, nonprofits, donors, sponsors, volunteers, the community, and abroad. Please join me every other Tuesday at noon on VBS Radio, All Road 65 Max Radio. My special guest today is Dr. Randall Bell, PhD, who says his mission is to help raise the core IQ of the world. The key skills we all need but are not always taught in school. Skills such as goal setting, time management, etiquette, stress management, personal finance, leadership, negotiation, and much, much more. He also states and believes that everyone, every student, mom, pop, employee, executive, and a homeless person needs free access to these skills. (laughs) At last, thank you for this interview chance, Dr. Bell, and welcome to the show. And happy Valentine's Day. Well, happy Valentine's Day, Pamela. And thank you for the honor to sit down and talk with you. (laughs) Absolutely. So how are you feeling? I feel great. (laughs) Um, I've been a little over schedule lately, but you know, that that's a, a good thing, a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So we I have a lot of questions and so I'm gonna get right to it. Sure. So tell me, Dr. Bell, what is core IQ? Core IQ is the name that I gave to the to these life skills we all need, but we're not taught in school. Like you just went through the list, goal setting, time management. I was an executive at the world's biggest consulting firm, excuse me, and we would pay these experts thousands of dollars a day to come in and teach, for example, goal setting. And I thought, number one, this is not rocket science. This is not terribly difficult. And number two, I want my kids to know these skills. I want everybody's kids to know these skills. And so I put together a website, coreiq.com, and... I started videotaping um, the, the the process for, for all these things, as well as putting together graphics, and we put them all online for free. So everybody has access. Wow, that's great. And what are the topics for the online training? Well, there's we're up to a few dozen, uh, several dozen, but the, the, I think the big ones are time management, goal setting, negotiation skills. I, I took one course that cost a fortune on negotiation skills. And again, uh, not difficult. Anyone can learn it and everybody <laughs> needs to know how to negotiate. So um, we're, we keep adding new topics all the time. Wow. And I was 
really like, but explain to me, what is the philosophy behind the core IQs online training? It's basically that when we go to school, at least when I went to school, um, we learned a lot about history and geography and math. And uh, I'm not discounting any of that. Those are all important topics, but we're not taught life skills. Uh, At least I wasn't. And most of the people I talked to were not, unless the teacher kind of wanders off and gives a little life lesson. Uh, And yet when you get into the workforce, you, we need these skills and, and the, whether it's the workforce or the life force, you know, we, we need to know how to, there's a process for setting a goal. So it goes for, it transforms from being just kind of a a wish to an actual actionable issue. Uh, And the same thing with time management. The, the, The only real asset we have and it's very limited is time. So scheduling our time, uh, managing our time, making our time effective uh, we waste time, we're wasting our life. There's there's no difference between time and life. So again, not taught in school. And I just thought it's important that everybody knows this stuff. I had the unique access um, being in, on the top floor corner office of a, of a big firm to, to have this training, but I wanted to make sure everybody had access to this training. Right, right. That's beautiful. I I, I totally agree. How can someone, now, when I was on your website, let me just go back a little bit, and I was really fascinated from some of the information that I was able to attain, but tell me, how can someone separate logic from emotion, and why do you recommend for someone to do that? Well, this is a thought that comes from Aristotle, certainly not me, and he taught ethos, logos, and pathos. Uh, Ethos is our emotion. Pathos is our um, <clears throat> pathos is our emotion. Logos is our logic, and uh, egos is our um, ethics. So we need to conduct ourselves uh, ethically. I think that's that's fundamental, of course. But you know, they all have a role to play. It's not like one's good and one's bad. They they're it's like baking a really good cake. You need all the ingredients. And right. so adding that up, the thing I added to that, Pamela, was duos. We got to look at both sides of the story. Before we come to a judgment, we need to go directly to the source and look at both sides. And then we have, we're, we're better informed to make better decisions if we kind of follow Aristotle, egos, logos, and pathos, and we add, we add duos with uh, looking at both sides of the story. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Bell, you are known for defining a clear pattern for success. Also, you have a book known as Me, We, Do, Be. Yeah. Very interesting. Please tell me about your book and the meaning of the title. Well, I I wanted kids, but not just kids, adults, too, to think about life. more like a, as in business, we have business plans. We write out a business plan and to convey the idea that we need a game plan for life. A coach doesn't go onto the field and say, hey, you know, let's just kind of go out and do our best, you know, right. mm-hmm. and let's just react to whatever happens to us. They go out with a game plan to say, hey, here's how we're going to win this game. 
And, and we have these different plays and we have the training and the practice and everything else that goes into, you know, making the game hopefully successful. It's the same thing with life, uh, whether it's a business plan or a coach's game plan, we, we need, we need to look at life thoughtfully. So me is our mindset. It's our attitudes, intellectually, philosophically, spiritually, whatever that looks like to, to each uh, individual person. That's our me. And uh, we is our connections, our relationships with other people, sociologically, influentially. And then do is kind of getting stuff done, taking care of our health, taking care of our money, um, taking care of our environment, you know, keeping things uh, clean and organized. And then B is what we're becoming. That's our goal setting, our time management, and the legacy we're building. So it just takes life, which can be a, a, a big overwhelming concept and breaks it down into four simple cornerstones. We give some thought to each of those four cornerstones and we can turn things around. I've I've seen kids working at the car wash. I give them a book and I come back uh, a week or two later and they just go, I I read that book and I'm, I'm changing my whole outlook and I've got a game (laughs) plan for my life now. That's music to my ears. Absolutely. And that was my next question, because by you just explaining that, I was going to state, you know, about the four cornerstones. So that was very, very interesting. And I thank you so much for explaining that. And Dr. Bell, you stated that the program, which I know you have covered a little bit, but I want to because I also mentor and help train for customer service skills for students. But what is your opinion? that would benefit benefit for a student to go through your program as well? Well, the benefit is I'm not doing this for the money. Um, The business world's been good to me and I wanted, you know, I'm pushing uh, retirement years. I want to do something, uh, you know, I want to do something as far as my legacy goes that benefited others. I wanted to kind of, I collected all these lessons and the, the, uh, believe me, I'm not in it for the money the, the you can get the book on Kendall, I think for 99 cents. Right. Or, yeah. You, you go, you go to, um, the website, it's all free, you know? Um, so the, there's, as an economist, there's costs and benefits and the costs are zero or nearly zero as, as near zero as you can make them. And the benefits are huge because you're getting these 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 um, these lessons that in the executive suites people pay thousands of dollars for someone to come in and say the exact so same thing. Absolutely. So I costs and benefits. I I think it delivers. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so in my opinion, Doctor Bell, post traumatic is a disorder that is caused by depression. It is a mental and emotional disturbance, and it takes time to overcome such trauma. Mm -hmm. During your research, Dr. Bell, you have said you have observed those who had adapt. These habits tend to have a higher IQ and are able to thrive after a disaster or crisis. What do you mean by that? Well, yeah, moving one of the core IQ skills is to handle the the knockdowns we get in life because life is tough. Right. And um, 
And people may look like they're just fine, but behind the scenes, there's oftentimes, you know, a, a rough story or a rough, rough issues people are going through. The, the statistics are that by college age, 66 to 85 percent of uh, all, all folks who are uh, of college age have been through at least one trauma. And by the time you're my age, it's 100 um, <laughs> percent. You know, so right. again. These are skills not taught in school. The teachers generally don't get up uh, and say, you know, when a trauma hits, whether it's a death of a loved one, a disease, a divorce, uh, uh, drugs, um, they all seem to start with a D. But when, when one of these things comes along, how do you deal with it, you know, in a productive way? Because the, you get the problem, but then your reaction to the problem may make it the problem even worse or it can make things better. There's a choice there. Again, these are life skills. And I think that my philosophy there is um, if we, if we, again, the concepts are not difficult. They're, they're simple, but they're powerful. And if we learn them, we can, we can handle these inevitable issues with life just better and in a, a more healthy way. So true. I, I do agree because I I have to admit, I feel, you know, I've been through some trauma when you overcoming adversity and uncertainty. Well, first, you have to acknowledge it. And when you don't acknowledge it, those life skills that you are talking about that you share with others, if they're not there, then it causes some other issues because now you feel lost and you have no direction. So thank God I did have the life skills. Yeah. And I was able to move forward. And that is what I'm passionate about with my through my foundation with the girls. I I, I want to see us young girls have the opportunity to move forward <coughs> life and have the life skills that's needed without compromising their integrity. And I stick to that. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> so, Dr. Bell, would you share how your pioneering work has developed a sound healing towards a positive stress reduction and the healing tree? Well, the healing tree is a graphic that is, again, it's on Core IQ. Uh, anybody can look it up and, and get the PDF. Um, uh, you don't have to pull out your credit card. It's just there. <laughs> Right. And uh, it basically shows that if you do certain activities, you're going to get this kind of result on both the book, the good and the bad side. So, you know, if we're sleeping in in the morning and we're not, you know, taking out the trash and we're getting our, our life cluttered, both physically and emotionally. Right. You know, that's going to bring out some pretty nasty fruit as a result. It takes a while for it to grow and, you know, uh, show up, but it will show up. But the opposite is true. If we, if we, you know, institute a few simple habits, we have wonderful results. You know, Pamela, I walked in the office the other day and the PR person said, you know what? They're talking about your book, Me, We, Do, Be, on uh, ESPN and an NFL star said, you know what? I read the book, Me, We, Do, Be, and I, it, it convinced me I got to make my bed in the morning. And it, he said, and Dr. Bell was right because making the bed in the morning is very simple. It takes two minutes, no big deal. 
but my mind gets in a productive uh, mindset and it carries throughout the day. And at the end of the day, I walk in my bedroom and I show that I've had the self-respect to, to keep my space, you know, organized. And I go to bed proud of myself that I've been productive all day. And it starts with that simple little habit of making your bed. Well, you know, that's, that's the message I'm trying to communicate a few little adjustments and it can just turn a life around. It, the stuff really works. Wow. What is your proudest accomplishment, Dr. Bill? Oh, that's easy, Pamela. I have four beautiful kids. And, <laughs> and I now have two grandkids, a grandson and a granddaughter. And uh, that's, that's where life's at. <laughs> so in my opinion, we all have our opinion about boundaries. What is your opinion when you state about healthy boundaries? You know, we we have choices, don't we, Pamela, about who we allow into our space physically or or emotionally. And there are lots of good people. I'm convinced. Go go to the, the most socioeconomically depressed area that neighborhood will have by far more wonderful people than it will have those who are tearing down society. So I, I, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is with setting boundaries, let the good people into your life, but don't be bashful and set boundaries. And if somebody's being a bully or somebody's uh, suggesting something that is uh, uh, wrong and ethically wrong, say no thank you. I mean, we don't have to be jerks, but we should set the boundaries to say, you know, uh, if you're going to bring drama into my life or bring, um, uh, you know, any number of things into my world, uh, that's not okay. I, I, I don't want that in my world. No, thank you. And by letting in the wonderful people, which again, no matter where you go, that's most people, and 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 not allowing those who want to kind of spread their misery into our lives, we can then enjoy a, a healthier life. Absolutely, well stated. What advice would you give someone following your footsteps, such as I? My focus and passion through my foundation is to help someone improve their customer service skills that is caused by behavioral patterns where opportunities are limited and the doors are shut. That leads to anger and depression. Once that a person acknowledges this issue and takes responsibility, in my opinion, which I have seen, you can build your confidence, your self-esteem, and move forward into social growth. And that is a integrity builder. Well stated. Yeah, I, I love it. And I, I love the work you're doing. We're, we're all uh, trying to make the world a better place. It's a tough world. And and initiatives like you're talking about or what I'm trying to do with Core IQ, um, I, you know, the bad news gets all the airwaves, doesn't it? But, yes. you know, folks, folks like you are making steps and there's a ripple effect or it's also called the butterfly effect. You know, 
a butterfly flaps its wings in in uh, Thailand or something, and it shows up as a wave here in Los Angeles. And the 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 effects, the ripple effect from initials like initiatives like you mentioned, you know, you never know the full impact because it can be just uh, enormous. Right. That is so true. That is true. <clears throat> so you have a book, and I t- I'm really interested about this book, and it's called Traumatic Thriving. Tell me about that book. Yeah, the full title is Post Traumatic Thriving. I'm very yes, proud I'm to sorry. say. Yeah, yes. that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> same thing. I think it's on Amazon for 99 cents. It is uh, really doing well. It's really grabbed attention. I think today it is in the top 0.000078% of all books um, out there. It's uh, basically a lot of the concepts we've talked about where it's the skill sets we need to deal mm-hmm. with the trauma and that message we need today in this crazy world more than ever. And, and the thing is, Pamela, the science has gotten so good at how to handle trauma productively. We, we just have to pay attention to this life skill. I do agree. I totally agree because I have talked to some Ooh, phenomenal leaders and whom had helped me just even by the conversation to help me to understand how to move forward because I am the type of person when something happens where it shakens me, then I take that and I hold on to it. And then I'm, you know, I'm like a, <laughs> I'm a zombie because I'm not sure how to move forward. But being enlightened on my journey, I am back to being Pamela. So I, I am very grateful and gracious for that. Absolutely. Mm. Dr. Bell, it was interesting when visiting your website and I had came across the video, Clutter Free Environment. How would this worksheet help someone? Again, uh, Pamela, it's it's a life skill in terms of keeping our space cleaned up because mm-hmm. study after study shows, and I don't care what anybody says uh, that comes up with anecdotal advice, having a clean and organized desk increases our productivity. Study uh, Students will get better grades. We'll work better and be happier in the office. We'll be better off in our home office. And it's basically a simple process. You, you, you pick something up. You decide, does this go in the trash? Does this go uh, donated? Uh, or, or am I going to use this? And if it's, I'm going to use it, where where's the proper place for it? And it's a simple worksheet and process of just uh, breaking through that that uh, clutter that messes up our mm-hmm. lives. I, You know, I, an attorney, very prominent attorney, called me once. He says, I read your book and I'd had a really messy office for years and years. And I uh, was so impressed with the research you did. I went in over the weekend. I cleaned up my whole office. My my secretary showed up on, on Monday and she nearly had a heart attack. And he said, life's just been so much better for her and for me and for the clients. Uh, again, the stuff really works. Well understood. Now, I know I'm going to still ask about some of the same questions because, again, 
each category has its own meaning. So please excuse me for that. But I am going to ask you to explain about the etiquette skills, which you have really given some enlightenment about those skills. But again, some people don't even have no idea about having etiquette skills. So can you explain the importance of that, please? Yeah, etiquette's not about showing off or showing people how sophisticated you are. What what it's really about is when you sit down at dinner or at a conversation or, or a social event, showing others that you have respect for them and and conducting ourselves with with you know the basic rules of good etiquette. So, you know, there's table manners and it, again, very simple. Five minutes it can be explained, but a lot of people are not taught that. Um and there's other adequate etiquette things. Again, Core IQ has all that information available, and you can you can brush up on those skills, and that builds social connections because you're showing people, Absolutely. hey, I, I respect you enough as a person to conduct myself appropriately when we're together. Okay, yeah, because etiquette a lot of times people tend to think that's just eating right, sitting mm. with posture. Mm -hmm. And being able to converse. However, it's a lot more that goes to it. So that's the reason why I wanted to make sure that we give a clear statement about what etiquette is. Because it does. It helps us through our life skills. And that is totally important. And, you know, speaking of that, me and you, we're kind of like doing some of the similar things. Maybe, you know, you have a little bit more of the life skills part. And I do like that. I mean, I'm going to go on the website because to me, especially for girls, we need that direction and we need plenty of resources to help us understand our journey. And I know like in the classes that I give, the etiquette does come up and also the life skills of a lot of these girls don't even know anything about, you know, having a bank account, being really how to save money. Um, everyone wants to buy name brand clothing and everything and don't have no money. So they have no clue what's going to happen if we had, you have to stay in the house, you need food or and things like that. And I think that is very, very important. Mm-hmm. So I, I really appreciate you um, speaking with me today because those life skills are important. The website is important. So thank you so much. And do yes, you, have any, <laughs> you have any other books that's out besides those two that I am aware of? <laughs> you know, Pamela, I'm a weird guy and I admit it. I, I have post-traumatic thriving out. Uh, it just came out last month. Um, and uh, already been to London to do a BBC interview with them. It's really exciting to see the the help that it's bringing to people. We talked about Me, We Do Be, which is kind of considered an evergreen title. It it never goes out of style. These principles are timeless. We're talking about Socrates and Aristotle and, and again, life skills. But the other book I wrote, I read I wrote a textbook which I'm not going to tell you about because it's so darn boring. But I wrote, <laughs> but I will tell you I wrote a book about Leo Fender who invented the, the electric guitar, 
and I wrote it with Mrs. Fender, his wife. So uh, for anybody into music, and and I tried to just tell his story, what he was like as a person. He lived mm-hmm. two streets away. My dad worked for the company. So people that are into music and and need a really good hero, um, he made a ton of money, and he it never went to his head. Uh, the vast majority of his money went to to charity and and to good causes. And uh, so I, yeah, I wrote Leo Fender the the book there too, and. I, I got others I'm working on, but uh, those are the big, big three. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, they say when we are creative, we just, sometimes we just all over the place, but we, we, we have it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. readily available, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tell me, you have been like all over. I mean, you have been like all over the have you been all over the world? But I know you have been in some really important situations and you have helped out. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Like some of the disasters? Well, yeah, I, I'm an economist and I study disasters and I've been to seven continents so far. So I think I got I got them all covered. Okay, I was right. Yeah. But I worked on um, Heaven's Gate. I worked on the World Trade Center, Flight 93. Um you you name a disaster, I probably worked on it. Wow. So what do you think, just getting just a little off track here, but I've been reading and I, I don't watch the news because I, I just don't like having a downer for the day. So I, I'm a very, I like to stay positive. Mm-hmm. What do you think? They're saying there's another COVID that's going to come out. What do, what do you, what is your opinion about that? I, I don't know. Um but I know we need to be prepared for anything. I think this last round with COVID woke a lot of people up, including myself. I got it twice and it seems like everyone's going to get it. And who knows what's next? That's why these life skills are important to have, you know, proper financial management, taking a little bit of the, the paycheck and saving it continuously. It's amazing how it adds up with that uh, good habit, taking care of our health. Um, You know, I sure don't take my health for granted after COVID. I'll tell you that. Um, so who knows what's in the future? I tend to be more optimistic. I think young people are smart. And I know, uh, like like when I was a kid, you know, uh, we did a lot of stupid things. But ultimately, we got on track and we did productive things for our life with our lives. And I think that kids today are even smarter than us. And I think they're going to do really well. But I do think... Uh, I do think these life skills are essential to talk about uh, and and make sure it's available to everybody. Yeah, that is true. Well, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I didn't catch COVID. And actually no one in my family had caught COVID. So that's a, that's a blessing. And and I'm glad about that. But from my understanding, we're getting ready to be hit with something even worse. So I've been really focusing on my health. I am a health fanatic anyway, but since I'm not running anymore, I do more inside, you know, exercises and everything, but they have a lot of juices that are out. Are you into juicing? No, I'm into intermittent fasting. Um, I like the thing about juicing is um, in my particular situation i need a lot a lot of fiber um that yeah so i keep the fiber in there and um 
but but I think the point is that we pay attention to the right um, program and lifestyle. I don't, I don't like the word diet, but the right lifestyle that's right for us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Because they do say that we do need meat, some form of meat, like steak or beef. But I don't eat beef or pork or any of that, um, turkey, mm. you know, anything like that. But I do like chicken. But I come to find that I do have now, since I'm older, I have to eat like with no antibiotics and things like that that's in the chicken because I'll be feeling like I'm ready to just start running and jumping off the roof when I just eat regular chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So I do come to find that juicing is good. Good. And it is. It is like you, you can cleanse your liver. And your your tummy from you know everything that we likes to eat. Uh, I do love chocolate, so and of course sugar is not good for us. But what it what I mean, what they say, everything is not really good for us, right? It's just about what we. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's not good for you is uh, sad. The standard American diet, with the processed foods, where they yeah. jack everything with sugar, processed sugar, that is. That is really unhealthy. That that is for sure. Yeah, that that is true. So processed food, no, I do not eat. And you, you are absolutely right. But you know, you'll find out these things too as you get older. Oh yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure will. <laughs> so yes, sir, Doctor Bell. Is there anything else you would like to share about what's next before we go and how someone can purchase your books and attain your services? Well, I don't, I don't have any services, but uh, I think we've covered a lot of ground. I'm, I'm always happy yeah. to come back and chat more with you, but uh, I, I think we've had a great conversation. Yes, I do too. And I thank you so, so much for giving me this time and this interview chance. Dr. Bell, it has been a pleasure having you on my show, and I do look forward to chatting further in the future. Thank you again, and good luck on your endeavors. Well, listeners, I have reached my destination. I am an award-winning author of the new book, A Journey of a Sapphire. The book is about a girl who overcame adversity and uncertainty, and also Number one, focus, never give up on your dreams and learn how to recognize behavioral problems. You can purchase my book also at journeyofasapphire.com, hard copy, and I will give you a signature. Or you can go to Amazon and Kindle Fire. My book is for 99 cents as well. I thank you so much. And I leave you with this quote of the day. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Dr. Martin Luther King. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Cheers. Thank you for listening to All Road 65 Max Radio with Pamela Henderson. Join us every other week on Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on BBS Radio Station One.
And please visit allroads65max.org and become a volunteer or sponsor and be the change you want to see in this world. With your help, we can make a difference in our society and uplift those who so desperately need our help. Thank you for tuning in.